0: the Rum of this show that you are currently tuned into will begin in about five minutes until then enjoy this wonderful tune You are listening to War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast presented by Realm of the Mist Entertainment, with your host John Tully.
1: And hello, everyone, and welcome to War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast. We are coming to you tonight from deep within the Outer Rim, far beyond the watchful eyes of the Galactic Empire. My name is John Mark Tolley, and as we just discussed, the emperor to my Darth Vader, Mr. Christopher Stally. Chris, how are you today?
0: Good. Good. <laughs> Let the hate flow through you. What's up, guys?
1: Well, as we were talking about, I think the only thing that is flowing through you right now is pain. Yeah, a lot of pain. And you know what they say, pain leads, pain leads to suffering, suffering leads to hate, hate leads to anger. Did I mess that up somehow? I think I, I did.
0: I think you did, but the suffering the suffering definitely leads to the dark <laughs> side, and I am suffering right now. And I'm angry yeah. about it. <laughs> For those that don't know, I just started a new job beyond Realm of the Mist, and uh it is physically taxing and 4 months of uh, of sitting on my ass just dealing with the podcast has really taken its toll on me <laughs>
1: see that's why we need your financial support so we can be independently wealthy and do this just do this for a living okay
0: that, that's it every every dollar allows me to be a fat ass that doesn't have to fucking have my ass cheeks hurt <laughs> i'm I'm kidding come on Uh, guys let's get this started
1: yeah all right well um we are just first of all with a little news and we are just days away from most likely the episode nine trailer we're just um friday i believe is is it friday or tomorrow when celebration actually starts
0: Uh, I think it's tomorrow, but I still don't buy we're getting a trailer. Teaser, yes. Hmm. Trailer, full-on trailer, too soon.
1: Well, whatever we get, uh, just to let you know that we will be doing, you can get all your Star Wars news from Celebration right here. We'll probably be dissecting whatever we get on Friday, whether it be a trailer or a teaser, we will be going through that thing with a fine-tooth comb.
0: If Jar Jar Binks's underwear it. has skid marks, our noses will be in it.
1: That okay?
0: <laughs> <laughs> There's the catchphrase for Realm of the, uh, for War of the Stars. <laughs> 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 we are deep in gungan ass crack. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, But the one thing I wanted to talk about just right now is um, there's a little story that came out that uh, Benioff and Weiss have said that they are preparing for backlash from their trilogy. And I think that's a really sad state for that they're already preparing for potential backlash. I mean, to me, that's just sad.
0: I mean, you know, I, I... Can't blame them.
1: Um, oh no, no, but it's still a sad, sad, sad state of affairs when you know they're already you know saying like, "Ah, oh, okay, we're going to be prepared for whatever crap storm they throw at us."
0: Well, let's put it this way: um, most of us, most all of us, are expecting that Benioff and Voice's trilogy is going to be the Old Republic. Yes. People, Star Wars fans love the Old Republic. They love mm. the Old Republic storylines. They love Bastila. They love Revan. They love v- Malice, yeah, you know, or Malak. uh, they they love HK forty seven. They love all the characters of the Old Republic. Yeah, Benioff and Weiss is not gonna live action the fucking video game. Yeah, it's not gonna be beat for beat the story we already know. In which case, it's probably going to piss off some of the fanboys that I've got to be honest with you. I'm, I'm going to be fair in this. Star Wars fandom, especially nowadays, has been extremely fucking toxic. It has been toxic to oh, other yeah? fans. It has been toxic to the creators of the the stories that we're getting now. It has been toxic to the stories that we're getting in books and comics just anything that's not original trilogy or even prequel trilogy is garbage and anybody mm-hmm. who defends it you're a piece of shit. I, I can't oh, yeah. I yeah. can't blame them for that. Look at look at how Ryan Johnson and and Kelly Marie Tran for perfect examples were attacked because how much everybody disliked last Jedi. Yeah. You know.
1: Well, okay. it's funny. I mean, we used to... We used to it used to be the a joke to say no one hates Star Wars more than Star Wars fans, but it's almost like that self fulfilling prophecy.
0: It's become worse than that because, uh, in my mind, because I think uh, I think the the toxic fandom. Like I, I was seeing shit on Facebook today of people calling for the boycotting a celebration. I mean, is that is that really the, what Star Wars fans are now? Uh, are are we such sensitive little snowflakes who didn't get our way that we're gonna boycott Star Wars celebration in hopes that we shut down this whole entire franchise and fuck it, anybody who still loves it?
1: I know that's it, just. I don't get it. I mean, if you, it's one thing if you don't like like you don't like Last Jedi, fine. Don't ruin it for everyone else.
0: Hey, let me let me let you in on a little secret here, guys. But, but myself as a, as an example because I can't I can't say John's life and his, his fandoms and everything else, but for myself yeah. as a perfect example. I don't like Solo. To me, Solo is the worst movie since uh, The Holiday Special. I'm not boycotting the franchise because I didn't like Solo.
1: I know. Yeah, y- you can you can not like a movie. It's not the end of the world, you know. Mm. Uh, i mean and it doesn't take away just because and also just because someone likes a movie you don't like doesn't mean that they're not a true fan that's one thing i hate and i'm going to mention a uh, i haven't heard anything from them in a while there is a uh, facebook page called true fans strike back that has a personally attacked so many of the actors they've personally attacked kathleen kennedy called her in, calling her a slut and calling her to be fired and it's people like that that give star wars fans a bad name because i think the the vast majority of of star wars fans are like me and you we just want to see a good story when to see a good movie and be entertained and have fun i think it's a vocal minority who are very loud And obnoxious that are causing this toxicity.
0: But unfortunately That's just my personal take on it. No, you're you're not wrong. And I and unfortunately every single one of them has a goddamn computer with a Facebook page, a Twitter account, blah, 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 blah. They fan they fan up or follow all the actors and all the creators and all the look, I'll agree with you. Kathleen Kennedy is bad for Star Wars. I've said Mm -hmm. it since day one. Uh, Her her personal politics and agenda have hurt the franchise because it doesn't allow the franchise to be what the franchise has always been, which is its own adventure, not mired in political drama. Well, it's got political drama, but it's galactic political drama, not real life political drama. It was yeah. an escape. It was meant to be an escape. When, when Star Wars came out in the 70s and early 80s, Star Wars was such against the grain because every movie that was around before then was a very dystopian future or reflecting the times of ending in the Vietnam War, the Depression, the the people turning their backs on our soldiers returning from that Vietnam War. All that shit was reflected in entertainment except Star Wars. That's what helped Star Wars become the phenomenon that it was, was because it was an escape for people to go and have fun. And you fucking people are ruining that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, we can go on and on and on about about this. And we have before. I mean, we've discussed the toxic fan base. At last. Yes, (laughs) yes and our thoughts on it and our opinions and uh um but yeah I think I think we've pretty much covered everything that is, is has to be said about that it's just
0: I agree. I agree we don't need to, we don't need to beat a dead horse I'm excited for celebration I'm excited to finally get the title for episode 9 I'm excited for yeah. a teaser cuz I'm I'll be my mind will be blown if they drop a trailer this soon especially since we haven't even yeah. had a teaser we haven't even had the title yet that that's that's why no. I, based on the fact that I don't think we're getting a trailer but we're definitely getting a teaser and we're
1: definitely getting a title Oh yes yes I'm sure we'll get a title and as I said we will be going probably be talking all about the news coming out of celebration uh, on our on the next episode of War of the Stars. And the um, final
0: and the final thing I will say to the toxic fan base: my ass will be there opening night for episode nine. Mm-hmm.
1: Take your boycott uh, and yeah. shove it. I am going to be uh, working on some stuff for opening night. Um, hoping I can. There's a few things I've been wanting. I'm wanting to do for opening night, and hopefully, uh, I got to. Get contact with a few people, and hopefully we can. I can get something exciting going. Little teaser right here, just so you know, but that's still a few months away. Right, <laughs> we got some time. Yes, we do. Yes, we do.
0: <laughs> let's let's not take thunder away from Endgame. That's the big one no. right now.
1: Yes, yes, but this is not a Marvel podcast.
0: True, true,
1: true, <laughs> true. But. Anyway, uh, so moving on to our main topic of the of the night, uh, this one's probably going to be a lot like the last one. Is of course we're talking this week. We're continuing our look at the women of Star Wars with the Clone Wars bad girl of uh, almost embarrassed <laughs>
0: massage of interest. Barris um, so free, yay! No of <laughs> Interest. <Asajj> <laughs>
1: Assage of interest, and much like our last uh last week's character, this is really more of a side character um Good even way. more so i think than than um than sabine sabine
0: i I wouldn't agree there's a lot more content for her. There's a lot of interesting backstories. Comics have jumped into the Night Sister stories, and of course, one of the yeah. first canon novels was start disciple with her and uh, uh, Quillen Voss.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I and... mean, as far as as far as what many fans, what a lot of fans would know her from from the clone, both the Clone War series, is um, she was very much a side character in those, much like Sabine she was and she was an was... active
0: apprentice she was an active sith apprentice uh yes. to Dooku. it w- it was basically giving Dooku the mainstay of the character or uh, of, of the villainy uh within the sith and then him having i guess you can kind of call her a, a secret apprentice uh yeah. even though she was more being trained as a sith assassin as opposed to a sith lord
1: yeah yeah, and I do remember that was kind of the whole – one of the st- kind of minor storylines they had was her wanting to become a full Sith and kind of going through that, that story. And she and the, it really became almost in the end an anti-hero.
0: Well, if you if you read Dark Disciple, she absolutely became an anti-hero because uh, she actually helped – spoilers – Quailin Voss uh, with a quest that was deemed by the Jedi Council which was very un-Jedi like and it started Voss down a very dark side road and it was actually a love for Ventress of all people that saved him from that road yeah Yeah. I'm I'm not going into too much detail guys pick up Dark Disciple it's a good book (laughs)
1: <laughs> mm. <laughs> um I, i'll be completely honest my when i first saw the character i was not a fan <laughs> um uh i saw her of course she showed up first in the uh the clone war shorts and which i i think that was my first reason why i didn't like her was i did not like that series
0: I didn't I, like the animation of that series, but I I, def- d- I definitely agree with you. The first time I saw her on screen, because I, I saw the, the, the Clone Wars that we all you know, know and love before I saw the uh, original Cartoon Network ones. When those were running, I didn't have cable okay. at the time, so I didn't get to see them yeah. until later yeah. on on DVD. But uh, when she first appeared on sc- on screen, you, you're very much right. It was like Sinead O'Connor meets Marilyn Manson with a three-pack-a-day habit voice. Um yeah. it just like what is this? Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was um it's really not until later on that she really picks up and you really see and I found it interesting that almost weird flirty relationship she had with Obi-Wan. There really was some flirtation going there, wasn't there? Oh yes, there was a lot of tension. <laughs>
0: Do you think that will, was? Do you think anything speculation time? Do you think anything will come of that in episode seven in some way, shape, or form? <gasps> what if Ray is the granddaughter of Asajj Ventress and Obi Wan Kenobi? No, <gasps> I'm. I'm you, kidding.
1: Mean, you mean you mean episode nine?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, but I'm saying season seven of uh, of uh. Oh, Clone
1: Wars. oh, yeah, season, yeah, no,
0: I. I... <laughs> it's not. It's don't even rumor it. I'm. I'm joking.
1: <laughs> You're here to hear, folks. Hear first, folks. Write that down. <laughs> mark that in your calendar.
0: That's right. Hate the company because I made a stupid joke that you guys took as uh, canon. <laughs> Don't do that, please. We 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 want you to keep listening. <laughs>
1: please, please do. Please do. Please do. Um, but yeah, I and honestly, there's really I, I can't really think of a lot of stuff about Ventress Um, I haven't really read a lot of the comics or a lot of the books so this might be one that you really
0: um... as much as as there's more content for Asajj Ventress she was not one of my more favorite characters of Clone Wars Um, and it's not because of any particular reason it's just I mean yeah, I kind of made the joke earlier you know a little bit earlier when I described her but uh, she was very much a knockoff character to me. She felt like a female Darth Maul, mm-hmm.
1: and I can get that. Yeah,
0: and even more so, it felt like she got knocked down a peg or two more when they brought Maul back in.
1: Mm. Yeah, definitely, mean? definitely,
0: because it was all of a sudden there was like no need for her anymore. Yeah. Uh, I did find the storyline where where uh you find out about the Night Sisters and that, that she was kind of a, a fallen disciple of the Night Sisters. Uh mm-hmm. I did enjoy the storyline where she finally realizes that Dooku never intended to make her a Sith Lord. <laughs> you yeah, know, I did yeah. I did get a kick out of those those uh storylines. But overall as a character, um I didn't hate her. She was just
1: there yeah i think that's kind of kind of it yeah to me i really didn't start noticing the i mean i noticed her but it wasn't until the storyline with ahsoka where her and ahsoka kind of team up and that was the that was like the first time where i really was like oh okay this is an interesting character um like you said she was just kind of like sinead o'connor an evil sinead o'connor with with a smoker's voice yeah I mean that was, you know, there was nothing other than the look. There was nothing really interesting about her.
0: Well, she was an accomplished uh, saberist, you know, uh, yeah. duelist. She, uh, yeah, I mean, she went toe to toe with Anakin and Obi Wan. Yes, you know, and that that that's saying something. Since they were, you know, next to Yoda, they were top tier, you know, swordsmen. Yeah, and and but I, I think I think that's I think that's one of the detriments of, of uh, Ventress's characters, um, which speaks so much more volumes to Ahsoka, is in the Clone Wars when they, think think back when the Clone Wars first came out, you know mm-hmm. not the not the bullshit cartoon but the 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 one that we all know and love, the Dave Filoni's uh, Clone right. Wars, um, yeah. At the time that it released, we all wanted to know more stories of Anakin and Obi-Wan. We wanted to know more of Anakin's travel from Episode 2 to Episode 3. That's what we were paying attention to. So a Mm -hmm. lot of characters fell by the wayside because of the fact that that's what Star Wars fans wanted to know mostly. They wanted to connect the dots between 2 and 3. Yeah. Yeah. That's that that's really and I think I think Asajj Ventress was one of those characters that actually suffered from that. Yeah. Because you could have thrown anybody into into those storylines, into those story arcs and it would have made no difference to us. However, I am fair enough to say especially reading some of the side canon and everything else that Asajj Ventress deserves better. Mm. She is definitely mm-hmm. an interesting character. She's got a lot more complexity to her than what was presented in just
1: a TV show.
0: Yeah, and I, I don't, I think it was unfairly represented on screen.
1: Yeah, well, we only get like little glimpses of her backstory. I remember we get, we do get one episode where we do get that she was at one time a um, uh, Jedi Padawan, and that her master was killed.
0: Not only was her master killed, but her own warped sense of, of belief of the Jedi Order. Yeah, she was a Jedi Padawan, but she looked at, it as, looked at it as kidnapping. That's part of the reason she hated the Jedi so much. Yeah. Was because she, in her mind, she was ripped away from her family and forced into this life of Jedi servitude, forced to care about this master who dies, and you know, I mean, like, yeah. that that was her perception of everything.
1: Yeah. 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 And I mean, what? But was was it? Was she wrong? In a sense, in that no. sense.
0: in a sense, to borrow from Obi Wan Kenobi, all, most truths depend on our own point of view, you know. Yeah. Um, but it really is her point of view—the way she saw the world. She saw herself as a victim. She didn't choose to join the dark side. She didn't choose to become a Sith, or or trained to become a Sith. She didn't choose that life. The life cho- chose yeah. her. That's the way she looked at it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's a really... I mean, that's, you know, a really interesting look at... Um, the character and, like you said, how, she's, how she views the world and, you know, how she kind of sees her place in the whole thing is just... Almost like she's just along for the ride.
0: If she was she was rebelling against the ride. I mean that that was definitely that was definitely yeah something that was a part of her. But the fact of the matter is is that she never looked at at the way where she ended up and how her life is. She never looked at it as something that she ever had control over.
1: Yeah, that's where, right. That's kind of what I mean. Is along for the ride is that no matter what she did, she'd end up where the force or fate kind of put her in that she was just kind of almost a vessel like wherever kind of the fates put her, that's where she ended up. And like you said, she, she had no really say in what she was or who or who she was.
0: No, you're right. You're right, and I mean, again, there's there's plenty of other backstory that that was like hinted to in, in the novels and stuff. Uh, they haven't really delved as deep into. But after she left Dooku's service and stopped being a Sith, uh, a Sith assassin, she continued on as a, as basically a, an, a regular assassin, but also a mercenary, yes. a bounty hunter. Yes. She stepped. Yeah, she stepped into that seedy underworld. You know, so there's a lot of shit you could delve into that that would really be interesting, especially knowing that Mm. how she views her lot in life.
1: Yeah. (laughs) C-3PO. Oh, yeah. (laughs) All right. We are going to be taking a a little bit of a break to uh, here, and we will be back momentarily after these messages. Why didn't the three
0: little pigs go in for some kind of flat share scheme? Does Jesus get to choose which wine he turns it into? Why don't Sims have the upper body strength to climb out of a swimming pool? And does everybody really want to be a cat? I'm Will Baker. And I'm Alex Prescott. And if you're the type of person that overthinks these deep philosophical questions, then Think to the Brink is the podcast for you. From Disney characters to song lyrics, debates to social etiquette, tune in every week for your dose of paralysis by analysis. All topic suggestions are welcome. If you can think it... We can overthink it. Think to the brink. Available on all podcast platforms.
1: Hey, everyone. This is John Tolley inviting you to check out War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast. Each week, me and my co-host, Christopher Stolley, discuss the news and theories surrounding one of the largest franchises in the world. So join us every Wednesday at 8 Eastern as we travel to the galaxy far, far away, right here on Anchor FM and wherever fine podcasts are heard.
0: You know, when you need CBD, vape juice, or a new mod, go to Vape Scorpion. 10859 Boston Avenue, Philadelphia PA 19116. They are formerly known as East Coast Vapor. They have all your needs, all the equipment, all the juice. And hey, while you're there, sit down, enjoy a beer your own, and just hang out with a bunch of cool people. So, guys, if you really need your next vape machine or maybe you just want to try a locally-made uh, juice, make sure you hit up Vape Scorpion. That's 1085 Boston Avenue, Philadelphia PA, 19116. Or give a call at 215-464-8273. Oh yeah, and make sure you let them know that Realm of the Mist Entertainment sent you. He said that...
1: She said, "How dare you say that? That's offensive." Well, someone's got to say it. It had to be said. With Venus, catch the live show Tuesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Check out the recordings at any time. Guest shows weekly. Listener beware: mature content, sexual content, trigger warning. Do you dare say it?
0: Hi, my name's Chris. I'm here to talk about Realm of the Mist podcast. Realm of the Mist Podcast, we talk about all the great entertainment things from movies, music, books, comic books, and many, many other forms of entertainment. As well as politics, current events, and just general humor and having a good time. If you're looking for a podcast that is right up your alley, look no further than Realm of the Mist Podcast. Here on anchor.fm the work fine podcasts can be heard. Hi, this is Dave from the comic collection at 83 Busselton Pike in Feasterville, Pennsylvania. Our phone number is 215-357-3332. We are right next to Northeast Philadelphia. We have action figures, gaming, statues, albums, and CDs, graphic novels, other knickknacks, and of course comics. Established in 1985, we are your go-to store. Come by and say hello, and say that the guys from RadioCast FM Radio sent you. The address again is 83 Bustleton Pike, Feasterville, Pennsylvania, or call 215 357 338 Three eyed turtle? Is that alright? <laughs> a three eyed turtle.
1: Who wants a mustache, right?
0: Are you tired of the same old podcasts with no humor? <laughs> well, join us for After Hours, where everything is funny that leads to us on Anchor.fm and where oh quality God. podcasts are heard. How the fuck did we get on this?
1: <laughs> I don't know! Fucking FCC started
0: this shit, it's their fucking fault!
1: Hey everyone, this is Dak. This is Liam. And this is White
0: People Shit. We are a bi-weekly podcast that- Whoa, set. whoa, whoa, whoa. Maybe you're bi week weak. I'm straight and strong. It means twice a week, you douche. Oh yeah listen to us twice a week on white people wednesdays we talk about gay stuff zombies superhero sex positions and on Feature peep fridays we interview the feature peep of the week yeah like a fucking freak just search wps podcast and look for the white dude in red pajamas we're on apple Podcasts, stitcher spotify youtube or else you get your podcast. we believe in equal opportunity humor where all things can be made fun of So, if your feelings get hurt and you're offended, you can always
1: eat a dick, and we are back and we are continuing our look at Asajj of interest, and um we're gonna since there is very I mean like we've talked about already uh being a side character is whole not a whole lot so we're gonna kind of shift gears now and talk about some of the people that she interacted with and we've already talked a little bit about Obi-Wan but um let's just kind of go back into that and her kind of relationship with Obi-Wan, if you want to call it a relationship, and sort of this almost weird flirtation that they had with each other.
0: Well, see, I, I joked about the, the flirtatious part, but I, I really think it was a, kind of a, a... In a way, it was it was almost like uh, an attraction because even though Obi-Wan was her enemy, Obi-Wan was always kind to her. And yes. And that's something that, that's something that uh, Ventress wasn't used to. Like yeah, they'd maybe in a sword sword battle, but he would be a gentleman to her.
1: You yeah, know? yes, yes. He was ever the consummate gentleman. Yeah, which is Obi Wan Kenobi. Even...
0: Yeah, in every single yes. way.
1: <laughs> yes, and I, I just remember there was a. Didn't he almost try and get her to come back? Like when when she found out when. Uh, She was betrayed by uh, Dooku. Wasn't it Obi-Wan that said, listen, I basically said, listen, I understand he did this to you. Come back. We can help you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: But again, that was that was completely Obi-Wan's character. Oh, you know, yes. Obi-Wan, if Obi-Wan could like the type of character Obi-Wan Kenobi was, even especially back in the Clone Wars days, which is why it makes it so tragic in in the uh, original trilogy. Uh, how he how he perceived Darth Vader. Um, but back in the Clone Wars days, if he could, he would have rehabilitated Maul. Yes. <laughs> you know, he would rather have brought Maul out of the darkness than to slice him in half. Even yeah. though he just watched him kill Qui-Gon Jinn. That, that's just Obi-Wan Kenobi. Which yeah. which which made it so much more tragic when he would look at Anakin look back at Anakin Skywalker as Darth Vader, knowing who mm-hmm. Darth Vader is, and would just he's more machine than man. He's evil. He's twisted. He can't be redeemed. Mm-hmm. That's what made it that much more tragic because the consummate optimist that everybody can be saved just couldn't yeah. have it in him for Anakin.
1: Yeah. And. Uh... So what about her uh her interactions with Anakin? I mean, do you Anakin, see that as being Anakin was a rival. Yeah. She hated Anakin
0: because Anakin, well the to look at the look at the reasons why she hated Anakin is to not only look at how she had some form of I don't know if it was an attraction but affection for Obi-Wan Kenobi, but also the fact that at least up until the time of the betrayal Count Dooku, her relationship with Dooku, was, was almost like a father figure. Yeah. You know, um, she knew that she was being trained. She knew that failure meant death, blah, blah, blah. But she really did look at him as kind of a father figure. Now, why does that tie into Anakin? Well, Dooku hates Anakin, so Daddy hates Anakin. And Anakin steals the attention of the guy that I'm attracted to. Mm. So that there it is. There's your rivalry right there. She couldn't stand yeah. Anakin because he was he was the keystone to taking everything
1: away that she actually cherished. Yeah, yeah. Which of course leads to her relationship with Ahsoka. And that's I, a weird I, one. I'm trying to think of how that relationship. I almost really see kind them as dynamic. Me- I almost see them as mirrors of each other in a weird way. Like, even though I think Ventress was quite a bit older than Ahsoka, not like extremely. (laughs) I think she was younger than Anakin, but she was definitely older than Ahsoka. Right. But I think she was almost like an... You almost see her as the dark side version of of Ahsoka in many ways. Not necessarily exactly, but... They were very much, and I think that was done almost on purpose. You know, Ah Ahsoka was the padawan of the main hero of the Clone Wars TV series. Right. And Ventress was the apprentice of the main villain of the Clone Wars TV series. So, in many ways, they're almost like these polar opposites. And I almost see this like weird. And when you really get them together in later, the later, the the later seasons, uh, when they're teaming together, there's almost this weird sisterly bond between them.
0: Well, I was about to say, do you think, do you think that uh, going off of what you said here, do you think that was planned by uh, Dave Filoni and team uh, from Gate, or do you think that's something that's organically developed? And do you think it was done for the benefit of? Ventress as a character, or more for uh, benefit and like warning of Ahsoka. Like if you don't, <sighs> that... if you don't control your emotions or you don't pay attention to proper Jedi training, that's what you're going to become.
1: Well, I mean, that's 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 the question, isn't it? I mean, how much of the overall story of the Clone Wars was planned out from day one, and how much of it was? changing direction as they see the fa- as they see where the fan fandom kind of goes and what characters the fandom starts to care about. Right. You know. I mean that I mean and without being able to sit down with Dave Filoni and talk to him um if there's you're listening, really Dave would
0: really love to sit down and talk to you.
1: Okay. Yes, <laughs> d- yes,
0: please. <laughs> He's not listening. Oh, if you are. I, I,
1: if you are. <laughs>
0: Jesus Christ! You'd be like,
1: "War the start? War the what? Who?" You you would
0: just, you would see John and I just become Wayne's World, standing in front of Alice Cooper. <laughs> We're not worthy. <laughs> We're not worthy. We're not worthy.
1: Oh, I'm sure all the uh, all 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 the millennials are like Wayne who,
0: right? <laughs> hey, Bill and Ted's coming back for a third movie. Maybe we'll get a Wayne's oh, World three. Oh.
1: Maybe. Yes, I that's that's another story. I actually met somebody at work the other day who had no idea what Bill and Ted was. I'm like, are you kidding? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, see, that's off see, top. See
0: America. Uh, the, 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 we'll get back on topic in a second. See in America. See America. This is the problem. If you don't know who the fuck Bill and Ted are, but you know who Kanye and Kim Kardashian is. There's a that's the problem. Yeah, that's the problem with this world. Yeah. Look he at said, he look said at, the old the he messages.
1: said were... look at
0: the messages. Yeah. Kim Kardashian and Kanye, uh, ego ego and materialism, or Bill and Ted, be excellent to each other. Be
1: excellent to each other.
0: And party on, dude. Party on,
1: dude. <laughs> That's right.
0: Like any anybody 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 who a blind man could see. Where the problem is if you know who these people are, but you don't know who
1: these people are and the messages
0: they perceived. Yes. Bill S. Preston. (laughs) Yes.
1: Bill S. Preston and Ted Theodore Logan. That's it. Wild stallions forever.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Back to Star Wars. They were Star Wars fans, were they not?
1: We'll
0: have to look that up. Bill Bill and Ted were Star Wars fans, were they not?
1: I think so. I think so. so. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm stretching H- for a segue <laughs> Yes <laughs> Oh well um,
0: They are yeah, uh, not. To, not to, sorry not to interrupt you but they are Remember when they wound up in the first movie When they wound up in England And they were uh, Ted was wearing the armor And they yes. all of a sudden took the swords And started uh, doing Empire Strikes Back Battle yes I remember that so yes there's your tie in Bill and Ted did like Star Wars
1: (laughs) alright back to the main topic Um, but yeah I mean there's Um, of course we have her main relationship which would be that with Dooku again like I said father figure Yeah, I think that's how he she saw him. Oh, yeah. I think Dooku, She was a tool. Uh, it means to an end. Yeah.
0: I, I think. Yes. I think his view of of her was very uh, similar to like the the old, no longer canon video game of uh, Force Unleashed. What mm-hmm. Star Killer was the Vader? A tool. A tool. Just, just I'll use you, and if we succeed, right on. But if we don't, you're disposable.
1: Hmm. Well, I think that's how many of, you can look at that at the way um, Palpatine or Sidious uh, viewed both Maul and Dooku as the same way.
0: Oh, they were step ladders right. to what he really wanted, yeah. which was Vader.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Were, yeah, Anakin. Yeah, he knew, especially, I mean, if you think about it. Why would he pick a uh an apprentice s- uh so old such an old apprentice
0: well that duku duku was chosen by sidious because of political aspirations he knew yeah. that duku came from a rich family he was an aristocrat even though he was a jedi he was one of those ones that like knew his heritage he 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 came from money and and and, yeah. and prestige and that's why he's a count, you know? Yes. <laughs> but uh, uh, Dooku becoming the apprentice of of Sidious was simply because of the fact that he wanted Dooku's money and influence.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Maul was a straight savage. Yeah. You know? Which it, is... Which is funny, because he was highly intelligent, but to Sidious, he was yes. a savage. He was a savage.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and that's—I mean—that's one one thing we can talk uh, more, maybe more about Maul in a a future episode. Was Maul was very much a like you hear the the term in other sports, you know, and other things of someone being a student of the game. Maul was a student of the Sith. Absolutely. Um, but but yeah, I mean, that's basically we can go back to it. That's basically what. You know, Ventress was, and I think that was what was so tragic about her story was she was basically used as a tool all her life.
0: She was. She 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 was very much. I a, 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 I don't want to use the term Stockholm because uh, she she. It's not like she didn't know that she was being abused but she always held yeah. on to that hope that the 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 ends would justify the means mhm and it was just too naive yeah. to ever see the fact that she would be nothing more than somebody's tool
1: yeah yeah
0: yeah and that's really a tragedy for, oh, yeah. for her for her as a character for her as a person it is really tragic that she is somebody who always held on to the hope to the belief that I'm going to be more than this. Yeah. That I'm going to achieve whatever it is I'm trying to achieve. If I mm-hmm. keep my nose to the grindstone and do what these people are telling me I need to do to achieve it. Yeah. Never once questioning the fact that in the end, you're a disposable diaper. Once they're done shitting and shitting on you, they're going to
1: throw you away. Exactly exactly well on that sad note we are going to wrap up our discussion on Asajj Ventress next week we'll be going to be taking a little bit of a break a one week break from the not a break from the show uh, but a break from the our look at the women of Star Wars as we're going to be looking and discussing all things celebration Yay! and Yes, yes, this is an exciting time to be a Star Wars fan, despite what some fans might say. It's and, ex- uh, it's hopefully- exciting
0: but scary again because you John, you're you're up there in years with me. We're not we're not the spring chickens like some of our other co-hosts in in Realm of the Mist. Um you've been around for the original trilogy the same as I was yes. when they were in theaters and stuff. We never thought we'd be seeing the day where it's the end of the Skywalker story arc. Where does Star Wars go from here that's exciting, but scary?
1: Yes, (laughs) very much so. Yeah, yeah, it's this trepidation. I think that's the word. You're just like nervous trepidation as to what's going to happen. But uh, we'll be discussing all of that. Also, um, War of the Stars has a t-shirt.
0: I'm sorry. Could you say that again?
1: War of the Stars has a T-shirt. Right now we just have one. And I'm uh, going to be getting uh, pretty soon uh, ideas for prices and stuff like that. And uh, But hopefully here in the uh, next few weeks, a couple months or so, uh, they will be available to buy. Uh, so stay tuned for that.
0: Made to order, guys. So if you guys yes. if you guys are interested in that, make sure you're dropping us an email at realmofthemisstainment at gmail dot com or hit us up on the website, letting us know your size and where we can send the shirt, and yes. we will contact you, letting you know the price, and yes. we will we will set up a, a PayPal account or or whatever it is for 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 John to get the money because John's doing the mm-hmm. shirts. These are going to be personalized shirts. He will send them directly to you himself. So Yes. Start start putting them orders in, guys, letting them letting them know what who
1: wants a shirt. That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right. And with that, uh Chris, where can they find you at?
0: Uh, You can find me anywhere it says Realm of the Mist Entertainment, whether it's here on our YouTube channel, uh, on iTunes, uh, Spotify, or wherever quality podcasts are uh, heard. And, of course, on Anchor.fm, our sponsor, our friend, our people that actually give us a little bit of money just to sit here and talk to you guys, Anchor.fm. Make sure you hit that support button button when you're on anchor.fm and while you're at it go ahead and visit our patreon page and hit that button there as well
1: yes and I want to give a quick shout out to a felicia manaka i hope i'm pronouncing that right she gave us a review on itunes uh i have not had a chance to read it but thank you for that and thank you for all the support to everyone who listens to this show or any of the other shows on Realm of the Mist, we really appreciate it. Uh, you can find me, of course, on Facebook at Mark Tolly and on Instagram at John Tolly thirty nine thirty, and on Twitter at John Mark one, because I am, of course, the number one John Mark Tolly on Twitter. Uh, and other than that, that is all for today. Until next time, remember the force will be with you always.